0: And welcome to episode 52 of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly than the rest. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. This is a very, very special show. That you're tuned into today. This is the Hip Hop Rejects Music Business Workshop Part 1. This is a two-part series. We're going to educate all the independent artists of how to conduct business, just how to carry yourselves, and just, you know, we're going to drop a lot of knowledge on this, on this episode. So make sure you guys are tuned in, you know, taking notes. So um, before we get into that, though, of course, for those who are, you know, new to the hip-hop region, just want to let you guys know we are all hip-hop podcasts. All we like to talk about on this podcast is hip-hop news, culture, and music. And, you know, from time to time, we, we get off subject every so often. But, you know, that's how we do it. So, so what's up, young?
1: Man, chilling, finally down in the H-Town. You know what I'm talking about. I've been all over, man. I'm down here with my uncle, man. He had me in Cloverland. Shout out to Flip doing furniture commercials. Uh <laughs> I haven't been on the north side, you know. what I'm saying I stay in Sugarland, so you know. But man, let's just, let's get into business, though, man. We got we got an up and coming legend on the line with us, man. <laughs> He's gonna be legendary soon. We got we got DJ B Moss on in the house with us tonight, man. Yeah, man, I'm
2: here, man. I'm here. What's good, man?
0: What's good? How y'all boys been? Been good, man. man. So Moss B is in the building with us, chilling with us today. Also, we'll have Keeper Ruffin coming in, and a very, and a very few. Um, but before we get started, uh, Moss, just kind of give the listeners who are new to us, kind of you know, give them like a little background on yourself. You know, who you are, what you do.
2: I um yeah sure. Um, I am a DJ. Well, I ain't gonna say just a DJ. that's just too cliche. I'm a traveling tour DJ that goes around the country and help independent artists. Um, really I specialize in, in showcases and, sh- and shows and helping artists build up their name in different cities so if I go like to like, let's say for example if I come to Houston, um, I, I reach out to artists not only in Houston but also in Louisiana and I be like hey come to Houston get your talents out there and normally what I do is the people that I like in different cities and states I tell them to come back to Atlanta and I say hey um, I want you to perform in front of whoever, you know one of, one of, normally it's one of my A&R people that I know from a record label um, I also work for Miss Deborah Antney, for those of y'all who don't know who that is. That's Waka Flocka's mom. She um got Nicki Minaj starting her career, Gucci Man starting his career, Rocco, Yo Gotti, and um Gucci Man and, and Waka, and Waka, of course. So, you know, that's, that's just this a little something. That worked for
1: Hey her. man. Hey man, where you was hiding that when I was like trying to <laughs> you know get- Get out there, man. You know what I'm saying? I was right here doing talent shows and Apollos and stuff. And with no, with no DJ. Like, like I said one time, man. I gave one DJ my CD probably a hundred times before he finally listened to it. Wow. I watched a boy drive down the street and throw my CD out the window. <laughs> wow. Wow. He finally listened to it and started playing it in the club.
2: <laughs> and it's so crazy because like
1: nowadays people don't really...
2: Well now, now DJing is being being more. Um, well, artists are really more appreciating the DJs now versus then, because now with it being so many more independent artists than it was then, it's like you need the DJs. I mean, you need them then, but now it's like you really need the DJs because not these, especially DJs who are plugged in. Like, and then everybody just wants that chance to to really be able to be heard. And like that's my that's my thing. I just want to be able to hear you.
1: Righteous, righteous. Okay, okay, all right, man. So let's go ahead and jump into business. This is a workshop, we got the introductions out the way. Let's get into business, man. All right,
0: so uh, we're gonna do this uh, do this panel style. Um, we gotta wait for our other guests to you know to get the other side of things, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick it out first. Um, as far as okay, so as an independent artist, I know I know some of you are aspiring, you know, may not know where to start or what to do. Or any of that, Moss. Um, can you give like you know somebody that that has the talent and that you know that, that they have that raw talent as a as a as a rapper or a lyricist? How would they get started as an artist? As far as so they, they
2: they they don't know anything. They just coming straight out. Just I ha- they have talent. They just, mm-hmm. they just they don't, don't know, to, know where to, they don't know where to start at. Okay, first thing um, first thing you want to do is out. Cause most people would like to go get managers. Don't go get a manager,
0: <laughs> not mm, yet. Don't do
1: that.
2: You don't need a manager yet. I would say personally, what you need to learn how to do before you even want. And do they? Do, does this artist have like? Do they have a song recorded, or they just you know they just rapping?
0: You know, well, they have skills. Let's say let's give you give it just like a dream, like a just a made up scenario. Like artists, okay. you know, they can spit bars. You know, they've probably been in a freestyle battle or two and you know they've everybody's always told them like you got talent but they just don't know they don't know where to go from there they don't know what the what the first step is to to get into music find
2: a find find a good producer and get and, and make a single don't make a mixtape make a single and the reason why and and the reason why i say get a single is because a lot of times um you you got to have something to sell and if you just the artist that don't that that just rap you know that Where's your single? What do I what do I have to, to go back and listen to? Like, original single. Not no covers, but an original single. You know what I'm saying? And also, find out a way to get BMI or
3: ASCAP
2: approved. Can y'all see me? Yeah, BMI or ASCAP certified. That way, and a lot of people don't know. Do y'all know what BMI and ASCAP? Y'all know? Yeah. BMI? yeah. Yeah. They need to do that. A lot of artists need to do that first. Once you get a single, you need to go ahead and get it. And you feel like that's the single that you really want to push, get it BMI, ASCAP approved. Because if you're pushing that song, even if you're getting it played on the radio, or getting it played anywhere, those are hits, those are plays that you can get paid back from.
1: Right. Get checks
2: from that. Get checks from that. Like but, uh, you don't, and, and people don't know that they just make songs, and and, and they're losing money when you're just making songs. Like, if you're an up-and-coming artist, you got the skill. You need to know the knowledge of the business first because ain't nobody going to teach you it. You know, not, not not being fresh. You need to get a single first. Not to get your single. Go ahead and get it. Be- if you feel like that's the right single you want to push, I'm not saying get every song BMI ASCAP certified. No, don't do that. Get the single BMI ASCAP certified. And then... Was-
1: huh? Oh, I was going to say also get it copyrighted.
2: Yes! Get it copywritten. Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, that's a good thing. Get it copyrighted, get it BMI ASCAP certified. Cause man, you can start getting paid. People don't know you can get paid from your shows that you do.
1: Yo, like real talk, we got a guy from my city named uh Lou Will. Mm-hmm. Lou Will went to Atlanta and um he wrote a song for um I think it was Killer Mike. He performed the song. He wrote he he performed the song for Killer Mike now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It was uh Gorilla Zoe now that he uh performed the song for. And they said they didn't like it, but they took his song. It it wasn't even um, copywritten copyrighted nothing. You know, they took Bro's song. Dang. He and what nothing he could do about it either. Nothing he can do about it. They put a they they we they reworked the beat because it was um, Gorilla Zoe. And his producer and another guy they reworked, they reworked the beat and took bruss home. Wow. Man, this industry is a dirty,
2: dirty
1: game. I'ma tell y'all what song it was Yeah, I'm gonna say what song. Y'all remember was. the song All the Hoes Knocking, something like that. Yeah, that was it. That was a... hood. is it hood nigga. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: what it is. Yeah, it. That's
1: what song Gorilla Girls Blue Off of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that... Wow. Stop it. No, real talk, dog. Wow, oh,
0: God!
1: I wish y'all. I, I swear to God, I wish yeah. I had the original version of that song. That
2: little Will right.
1: That shit. Yo. Oh,
2: man, man, I, man, I'm
1: so, man, that's crazy. because <laughs> didn't um um who who did that who who um was it was it
0: Nitty that did um. Yeah, I think, was, I, think
1: that, I, think that, I think that was a nitty beat, yeah. It's a nitty. Yeah, beat. nitty, yeah, nitty did the beat, but the original beat sounded almost like that. And all the thing is, uh, Gorilla Zoe put his flavor on the song. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. I did not know that at all. That's, that's oh my goodness. Yo, Lil, Lil Will wrote that song when we was in high school. Gorilla Zoe didn't blow to like, I was in college.
2: I remember when girl Blue, yeah, right when I was in college too. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. So, yeah. so artists out
0: there, man, make sure. Listen to listen to DJ B Moss. Make sure if you got a single, gotta go through the paperwork, man. Go through the paperwork. I know it's a hassle. I yep. know you don't you know, you don't fully get it yet, just do it.
1: You'll you'll be fine. And, 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 and I'm letting y'all know now as a former artist. Getting into this industry is not cheap. You have to have, you have to save and scrape, or get somebody to back you. You have to pay for studio time. You have to pay to get your stuff copyrighted. You have to pay for all these licenses and things of that nature. That's true. And it's
2: an investment. It's an investment, though. It's like, how well is your dream? How big is your dream worth? How much is it worth? Exactly. Believe in yourself. If you think this shit is finna be for you, that you would do anything possible to make it
1: happen. Because cause rapping is not like being a singer. Like You can you can mess around and somebody can, a producer somebody can mess around and come to your church one day and hear you singing and he gonna want to sign you right then and there.
2: That's how Chris Brown got signed in the damn gas. Well, not signed, but he, he got found at a gas station.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, I was watching, my uncle had me um, watching YouTube today there's a young girl named uh, is it Jaina Jaina Brown she almost won America's Got Talent at 14 years old yo you know what I'm saying they got songs they got shows like that for singers there's nothing for rappers
2: that's true that's very true because it's so many it's more rappers than it is singers
1: uh-huh. yeah and then singing is something that can touch you emotionally that's what makes it rare, you know. Rapping, any like it's it's nothing for somebody to put. Like it's plenty of cats out there that sign that the only thing they got is a style, and that's where a ghostwriter comes in. Mm-hmm.
2: And then like the thing about rappers, you know, they don't really get after you after you're done rapping. Like I said, after your career is over, you don't really get that. I ain't going to say you don't get that many shows, because I'm pretty sure people still get shows like that. But it's like, when you're a singer, your song lasts forever. Forever. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Whitney Houston, dead and gone, and she's still considered one of the greatest singers. Michael Jackson, dead and gone. Prince, dead and gone. Dead and but gone. their music will live forever. Right. I mean, like, like it's some rappers that out there like that came out in the 80s that if if, they, if I had an opportunity to go to their show, I would. Kuomo cool I would go to a cool Moe D show, man. Cool Moe D was the inventor of the tongue twisting man. I would go to like, a
2: KRS K- show
1: if he like ever did a new yeah. show. I'd definitely go to a KRS one. Yeah, I definitely go KRS one. I go to a L Cool J show,
2: yeah. you
1: know. I go to a, a Ron DMC <laughs> show, you know. If I got a chance to see them together, you know they 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 weren't doing. I mean, we wouldn't. We were alive, but we wouldn't. You know, able to go to them shows as kids because we understand them, right? Right. So longevity, they got, they did something that gave them longevity. So if you're going to be a rapper, you have to put in the work, and you have to be committed to have longevity. Tupac, big, dead and gone, but they got longevity. True. Like today, it's still a debate: who is the best, Tupac and Big they ain't putting they ain't saying jay-z you know jay z had clarified he was the best rapper alive you know what i'm saying he had alive. Two big on there Not best rapper ever
2: best rapper alive
0: all right man let's get into uh promotions man um you know, you want to take promotions we'll start from start from you
1: all right check this out once you get everything straight as far as on the legal side of the business and you have to start promoting yourself, which means you have to start doing shows. You have to get somewhat of a street team, street team for all y'all don't know. Those are the guys that puts the flyers out. That's out yelling your name. That's out trying to sell your single for you. You know, you have to put your singles in gas stations, corner stores, anything that they'll let, anywhere where they'll let you put it in. Also, um you have to get a YouTube channel, Facebook page, Instagram, Skype, um anything dealing with social media. You have to utilize that this time of day. That's how a lot of these mumble rappers have gotten on because they have a following on YouTube and on social media. Um but the promotion game was behind them. I mean, you can like nowadays with technology, you can pretty much make a CD in your bedroom because only thing you have to do is just get the right microphone, a computer, and the right software. Yeah, you don't even have to go and in, go into a studio, and you get your video camera. You can shoot. You can shoot your own video with with cell phones nowadays, and you know, but put it on YouTube. What's another video uh, streaming? Well, you got Daily um, Motion,
0: you got Vimeo. Yep. Uh, yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. Snapchat. Cover cool. all the yeah. bases. <clears throat> yeah.
1: You know, even even IG now lets you do at least a minute video. Yeah, true. You yeah, know what so I'm saying? So, huh?
2: Go live on IG now.
1: Yeah, you can go live, go live on Facebook, everything, you know what I'm saying? If you just sitting up there just spitting bars or in a freestyle battle, no matter, anytime you rapping, you have to record it and promote it. Yep, yep, you know And I'm talking about you have to invest in posters, you have to invest in flyers, those little cards, you have to go, you have to try to hit up every show you can hit, and you just can't do it locally, you have to travel
0: yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's, the, that's the next. Yeah, that is definitely the next thing as far as with promotion, man. Like on the local tip, you can't just because most of the time, as an artist and all of us, you know, know this as far as when it comes to when it comes to you know dealing with artists or being an artist ourselves or just dealing with trying to get your hometown to back you. A lot of times, hometown ain't where it's at, man. Is a lot of times you have to go outside just to actually get to build buzz for yourself
1: that's and I'm gonna tell you something I'm gonna tell you something don't try to go to the major cities all the time
0: hmm.
1: your your success is gonna it's not gonna come from the major cities your success is gonna call, come from hitting the small towns hitting the suburbs because guess what in rap guess, who's, guess who buys your rap music those suburban white kids that wanna rebel against their parents <laughs> true, <laughs>
2: true. that's very true and, um, White
1: America is where your is your bread and butter.
2: I'm gonna touch bases on the um the pro, um the promotion side too. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but you need to now with how technology is evolving. People need to try to get their music on the streaming app. They be it, where it be Apple Music title. Um, right. What's the other one called? Dang, I can't. They start with uh,
1: Amazon Music. Amazon
2: Music. Uh, Spotify. 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 Yeah. Like the streaming music apps is definitely about to be where it's at right now because nowadays nobody's buying music on. Like going and buying CDs no more. We we know that. When yeah. last time one of y'all bought a CD? A
0: CD. <laughs> long time, long long time. You know long
2: time. But I'm subscribed to Title and Apple Music. So and I, and I pay my nine ninety nine for Title and I think twelve ninety nine for Apple Music. One or two, I can't think. But I, you know, I, I pay for my my streaming app. But I can listen to anybody. But every time you you somebody listens to your song, those are hits and it counts. Uh-huh. And it don't. And I don't know how much it costs to get it on the streaming app, but it. It's possible
1: to get it all. Yeah, and another thing are copies of your music. Yes, please. because please. you're gonna run into DJs like b like me, and they going they gonna you gonna be like yo I spit. They gonna be like well give me something. and then if you ain't got nothing to give them, then that's probably a missed opportunity right there.
2: And I would say if you're gonna and if you're gonna have music, have it on the flash drive. That's the be, that's the best way to have because not every DJ has CDs. You know, if you can't play CDs. Yeah, have it on the flash drive, like no, have I'm it in an MP that. MP3 format. Yeah, because technology is changing now. Every computer has a flat, has a flat has USB a
0: USB USB port.
2: USB port, but every computer don't have a like nowadays. People ain't using CDs like that no more. Things are things are changing, you know. And then like when I play somebody's CD, it, it loads up slower than it does. I can I can drag something off a flash drive quicker than I could a CD. Yeah, yeah. When I see somebody give me a CD, I'm like, dang, I got to wait for this bitch to load up. <laughs> <laughs> you give me a flash, i pop
1: it in, I wait for but it. But you know, it could be. Track. You say what? It could be, I say a CD because, like, you could be be trying to approach them after the show. They probably done yep. packed up their gear and stuff. And so you're trying to approach them after the show. So, you know, you'll have that hard copy to get it them.
2: Oh yeah, now now that I thought you see I was speaking I was speaking on a on a sense to where like when artists come in and give me songs to perform at showcases. Then I would say have it on a flash drive. But if you gonna have like hard copies for me to ride to, then yeah, give it to me on the C D. Like like here. This for you later on. Cause I have had that before. Artists come up to me and be like, yo, this for you later on. You listen to it whenever you got a chance. And I'm like, all right, cool, I give it I I'll listen to it when I get a moment. And normally I listen to it like because like, I have a six disc C D player in my car. I don't have a I don't have a a brand new car, I have an older older car, but, I mean, it got six-disc CD player in my car, so I just, normally the first three discs is is a local artist music where I'm about to play, you know, or l- just listen to, just ride to.
1: Yo, Moss, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna ask you a question right quick. Go ahead. If, like, if after tonight, if I sing you, um, a couple of songs that me and my crew did, um, would you, would you give them a listen and give me your feedback on
2: them? Yeah, you sent to me tonight? Yeah, i definitely listen to it.
1: All right, I'm going uh, to um, do me a favor and Facebook Messenger, shoot me your email. I'm going to love up and send it to you and attach files. Doing it right now. All, All right. right. All right.
0: So, uh, a little bit more on the promotional tip. Uh, some other things that I that I had. I
1: really want to. What's up, yeah? Uh, really what I want to do is um, I want to get Keeper in on these topics because of the fact that um he just dropped the EP which did really really well yeah. so you know uh, get his input so we need to try to get in contact with him
0: and see if he's able to get on at the moment yeah I'm gonna check with him I'm gonna check with him right now um but some other things I was thinking of with the with the promotional tip um other things like man like networking um a lot of times you gotta go out and you know sometimes it ain't about like it that's not really most of the time it's not really about Um, passing out CDs and stuff like that but it's just like going out to the clubs and probably like networking and just mingling you know getting to learn to know people or even just doing things like a lot of major artists do this and a lot of if you're an independent artist sometimes you gotta go out into the club and see what's what's people what's, what's making the club what's making the club jump so a lot of time it's just really just sitting you know sitting in the club you know chilling or whatever observing just trying to see what's hot out there where you can know you know I'm not saying you want to copy off somebody, but you're just trying to see this is where the music scene is right now versus you know what you're trying to bring to it. Um, Listen,
2: copied off somebody.
0: That's, how,
2: <laughs> that's how I look at. Ain't, ain't nothing really a original originally when somebody sees somebody else do it, and then they're like, "Fuck it, I think I can do it," but in their own different kind of way. Um, I mean, that I don't mean to cut you off either, man. Oh, no, I'm you uh, but networking, man, I promise you, like, to me, that's bigger than promoting. And the reason why I say that is because you never know who you could meet off networking. I mean, did I tell you how I got to Laboosie's house? The DJ? Yeah. Show? Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Tell, her,
1: artist- read, tell the
0: story. Tell a story, again.
2: All right, cool. Basically, it was like I was doing an artist showcase here in Atlanta, right? And. Basically, what I like to do with every artist that that comes up to me, I ask what their name is, and I follow them on Instagram right then and there. I follow them, and then usually they follow me back. But I'm like, okay, let me follow you, because basically what I'm doing is is networking, building my building my following up. But then they'll remember, yo, that's DJ that followed me on Instagram. So what happened was when an artist came, an artist he came up, his name was Mike Beasy. He came up there and. Um he got gave me his music He win the showcase, of course. Okay. He didn't win the showcase. But what happened was a week later, or maybe two weeks later, um, we see Mike Beasy on Facebook and he has like all these pictures with Lil Boosie. He's like, Yeah, I'm part of the team now and, and like he's like he's you could tell they not they not they not uh, <laughs> it's not fake, it's not photoshopped or anything. So I'm like, Okay, cool. So we like, damn, you know Mike Beasy with Boosie. Now he signed he signed on that got signed on as as his engineer. So then like like about a month later, Mike B.C. hits me up on Facebook and he's like, yo, Moss, um, I need a favor, a real big favor. I'm like, what's up? He said, Boosie needs a DJ. And I'm like, what? He was, I said, I said, a little Boosie, don't he got plenty of DJs? He go to college. like, nah, man. His mama wants to have a um his mama having a um Mother's Day badge. She needs a DJ. And it's the it's it's Mother's Day. It's that Sunday of Mother's Day. I'm so I'm like, shit, what time I gotta be there? He said, I'm um, at 11.30. I said, shit, bet. It was like 9 It was like nine o'clock. So I got up, went over there. Mind you, Boosie don't stay. He, at that time, he, he used to live right around the corner from me. So I drove over there. And next thing I know, like, I'm I'm inside the man's house. Like, I'm sitting here like, bro, this can't be real. I'm inside little Boosie's house right now, DJing. And, like, it all started. And, and I don't, I don't want to, like, make my story a little bit long. But it all started from... Just me following him on Instagram, and he remember who I was.
1: Network, yeah, uh, yeah network. Yeah. Like I, I remember, I remember um, back in the day. Me, me, and my partner named uh, King Minnie, He was on the show one time. We did a. Uh, we came down here to to Houston. This was like when Baton first moved down here, but it was like we was only here. For a few hours, we had an interview with rap lot
2: mm-hmm. And
1: we performed for J. Prince. Yeah, um,
2: Records. That's on J- yeah, I said, that's Jay Prince, right? Yeah,
1: yeah he, we he performed.
2: Put, he put the money up for Drake, right?
0: Yep. I think did. so. Yeah, son did.
2: Because uh, like, I was one. I, was, I didn't know what the... My bad. I mean, <laughs> like Jake, Drake said in the son's like, I'm a J. Prince invest, man. Was like, is that, I was like, is that real? Yep. I didn't know he Yeah.
1: yeah but... but yeah. Um, We performed for J Prince, Bun B, and some other guys. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we didn't get the contract or whatnot, but, you know, just the input from Bun B was like, you know, he he told us, he was like, you boys got it. He said, y'all just, you know, we had this conversation. He said, y'all just going over Cat's Heads. You know, he was like, you know, where Rap-A-Lot is, Rap-A-Lot for the hood. And you know we he told us we were going over cats heads with our lyrics. He was like, and that was one of the reasons why we didn't get the contract. And, you know they liked our producer, which is my homeboy Frantic. They they loved all his beats. Um, it was just that we were too we put and, and, and we, we 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 were too knowledgeable in our rhymes, but you know. We decided we didn't want to dumb it down, you know what I'm saying? Right. And our anthem was a song by Lupe Fiasco called "Dumb It Down," saying that you should never dumb yourself down just because that's what the industry doing. Maybe why that's why we're not successful now. But
2: (laughs) damn, that's crazy. crazy. I never heard. But you know,
1: yeah, I thought I I thought I thought me and Minnie told you about that. Mm -mm. But that's why. But, you know, I have forgot, like today, I forgot we performed the songs off the mixtape that we did. Uh, let's get, uh, just getting started. B-Mouse, you probably need to check that out, too. You said if it. Something- on that- All right. <coughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 this industry is fickle, man. Like, they want what's hot now. You know what I'm saying? It's a few cats. It's a few cats out there that's looking for something different, but most people they looking for what's hot now, and yeah. that's, that's and that's the, that's the style that they're looking for.
0: And that's the um, and that's kind of the importance as far as like with like what was saying earlier about on the you know when artists getting started pick one single, and a lot of the times a lot of artists I see we see on social media and things like that, and we have them all on our timeline on Facebook. Uh, IG and all that stuff. That you know, a lot of times you got to stick with one single man, and you just got to ride that sucker until you feel and you believe that that is a hit, you have to ride that sucker. Even if it takes you like two or three years, because I know uh, what's what's the what's the cat's name? Uh, the cat that Fetty did Wap. Uh, yeah, Fetty Wap, uh, cat that did Panda. I know uh, Designer Rock was rolled with Panda for like about two years before it dropped, before it uh, got hot. Oh boy, then. yeah.
1: Oh boy, they did that. Racks on rack song. Hurricane like, Chris. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And you gotta just keep. Dang. You gotta just keep pushing it, man. It's got. it got to get to the point where whatever the title of your song is, like, hey, you the such and such and such cat. That how those
1: songs were bumping. Like, man,
2: got- it's a cat right out here right now as an independent artist. I think he's 37, 36 years old. I can't remember, but he's said independent artist or whatever, right? Um, his name Duck Hunter, and he been pushing the same track for about four years. Every time I see him in the club, he'll come to my shows. He'll come to other people's shows and perform the same song. It's called Club Rocket. I'll never forget. And, like, people, it's like, and like he like a he like a hood legend because, like, everybody know him from that song, and he's still pushing. It. Like he's still pushing the same song, Club Rocket.
1: And I think that's where me and my crew fell off it because we started rapping... At seventh grade, and we put CDs out. We put like a a a, a CD out probably every three months. Oh wow! I'm talking about this even going up towards you know like my sophomore year in college. That is just like
2: still
1: every three months after that. Still, All yeah. I mean, like a lot of us not rapping no more because we in our thirties and you know it's more family oriented, trying to. Take care of kids. You gotta work work a regular job. But when we were in high school, junior high, and college, you know, we were just dropping music. Like our catalog is humongous. Like we still got people now that's finding old CDs that scratched up real bad, <laughs> and you know they trying to get them repaired, trying to get those old songs. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna also send you. Uh, it's a it's a mix of stuff from the time we was in seventh grade all the way up until, like, I think, college. It's just a mix. It's like 15 songs. Why why y'all stop?
2: Y'all just like, fuck it. You
1: know, y'all done? I mean, the thing is, it's like this. I started focusing more on trying to finish my education and my health. My, um, I got another partner. He joined the military. He's a first sergeant now. He in Virginia, you know, know, military, keep him traveling. Right. Um, You know, other guys they got six and seven kids walking around here. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. life just
1: take you different directions.
2: (laughs) It does, but at least you like. But you're not rapping anymore. But what you're doing right now, you're still like in the entertainment industry.
1: So right,
2: still good. Like a lot of times, a lot of times everybody don't make it. But you know, you find other things that you could be like, okay, like what you're doing now. So, well, okay, this was, you talking to other artists and you're helping, somebody out there that's listening to you right now is listening to your story and like, okay, you know, this is how he's helping me off his
1: story. Yeah. So, you know, like Keeper, I remember back in the day and I'd be glad when he get on so you can meet him. Mm. Back in the day, me and Keeper went to the same junior high school and we would be, like, in the morning when everybody coming in school, they had us in the uh, gym. So we will be in, in the bleachers, and somebody be knocking the beat on the bleachers. And, you know, we just sitting up there And I of my boy, Keeper, he just hit a freestyle. He was like, woke up this morning, great and bacon on the table. You know, just flowing. It, just flowing. And, you know, he was like then, you know, at the time they was calling me Q. And then he will like, he'll say some rhyme and then he will like, pass it to, they'll rhyme with Q and pass it to me. And then I have to spit and I'll pass it back to him. And we were just going back and forth like that. I mean, this seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, I mean, we were inspired, man. And that's another thing. Like, if you're a, a, a student of the hip hop, you are inspired by a lot of different artists. And I think had I been somewhere like New York or something with my style, I probably would have gotten picked up because I'm like one of those conscious people that's wanna just talk about, you know, life. I ain't deal drugs. I ain't, you know, I wasn't out there trapping or nothing. I made straight A's all through school through school and stuff like that. So that's all I can you know, that's all I can spit on. I can only spit on, I mean, I can spit on growing up poor and stuff, but that's about it. I ain't sell drugs or nothing. True, true. My mom would have beat me, would have beat me outside yeah. my head. Boy, mine too. <laughs> and I, and I grew up in Jackson,
2: Mississippi, man. Like, and that's what it don't get too much country than that. You know what I'm saying? I, I grew up in Jackson, Greenville, dog. Greenville.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Greenville.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Jackson, Mississippi. So, like, uh, for, y'all know, like, don't nobody really make it out of Mississippi anyway. So, uh, yeah. you know,
1: I, 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 I had have... Static from Jackson, huh? Wasn't Static major from Jackson?
0: Uh, I can't
1: even. I know Big Credit uh, is from that. Yeah, David Banner, I
0: think. I think he was. I think
1: Static
0: was
1: from. Him. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not, that's why he was on that song with David Banner. Yeah, because yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna tell y'all
0: this story. David crank should
1: it up. remember that's this. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all this story. I remember when David Banner came to... Like, back in the day, they, it was a mystical mystical concert. David Banner came with mystical. He opened up for mystical. Everybody booed him. Wow. Everybody. We was in this club called the Hollywood Palace. And, like, I remember he was in a van. He was sleeping in his van. He didn't even have money for a hotel. And, um... You know... Who, who would have known that like five years later we would have been rocking this same dude that everybody was born? You know what never, I'm saying? Never know. Because the original Michael like Pimp was just him by himself. Mm-hmm. But the version, him? yeah, the version that he came back with had flip on it. True. And, you know what I'm saying? And the thing was, he was also supposed to be producing for Mystical, but, you know, Mystical got locked up. Got
2: locked up, yep.
1: But I remember that vividly, man. And he was a lot chunkier back then. He was kind of like a big dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I remember when Banner came to Greenville, Mississippi, bro. And we booted some bad. That's probably why he
0: never came back. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let's, uh, let's keep it rolling. I, I, I did check in with Keeper. He's still tied up, so we're gonna keep it rolling. Um, combine these two these two topics right here: uh, image and social media presence. Uh, Moss, you want to take that one? Start it off.
2: And social media presence, like basically, um, how how you conduct yourself on social media. Uh
0: huh.
2: Oh, that's a good one, man. All right, can I tell you how the story right now? Yeah. All right, right now, right now, me and somebody is going at it. On social, Well, I ain't going to say we're going at it on social media, but they're taking a lot of shots at me on social media. And he, he actually was my ex-business partner, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's taking a lot of shots at me on social media, like calling me snakes, calling me, you know, all kind of names. But one thing about me, I do not let what other people say get to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got a lot of fans on social media, got a lot of followers, because we do the same thing. I told you we was business partners, so it was like right now it's like he 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 he's he's testing me, and it it hurts because me and him was so close. But it's like you cannot if you if you got a good mind, you gotta keep your focus on what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. People are going to try you on social media because they're internet thugs. Everybody's an internet thug, but you have to. People, you gotta realize, man. Other people are watching you. Even people are, some people are even looking up to you. Everything you say, everything you do, people look at that. They want to see how you respond. They want to see how you, what you're going to do. And I know that. I know people look up to me. So that's why I stay positive. I'm like, man, positive vibes only, man. I'm not trying to worry about what he got going on. I can't. Because at the end of the day, I'm not losing no money right now going back and forth with him. I mean, if if I were to go back and forth, for him, I mean, I I'm not making no money going back and forth for him. That's what I'm gonna say. So I I don't have time for that. You have to make sure, man. Whatever you got going on on social media, don't even don't, don't 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 address it. If anybody come at you, stay positive, man. I promise, man. You you can you can get more bees with honey than you can with shit.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Yo, you want to chime in on that? I mean, yeah, as
1: far as like the image, I don't know the like, casinos and stuff, see cast sagging and waiting. But if you get picked up by a or something, go and dress. Uh, you there for business and like the way you talking also gets you a long way to a big personality you have to be able to do both and as far as on social media man um as far as like your image on social media you can have your street personality on social media but like Ma said going back and forth with people that ain't gonna get you nowhere that ain't getting you no money man you know what I'm saying the thing it is is creating the way that when you are seeing a person, when you do see that person, that, that person in real life, face to face, y'all gonna either get into it, and somebody may end up getting killed. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of cats that could have been. well what was the cat that, that died not too long ago? Bankroll, um, yeah, Bankroll Fresh, Bankroll, and Dollar, another cat named Dollar. Yeah, Dollar, yeah, Long yeah. Yeah, got killed in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, yeah, under yeah, yeah. unnecessary beef, man. You know what I'm saying? My thing is this. Sometimes beef is good, but, you know, I mean, beef brought Nas back into the spotlight. Beef eliminated yeah, Jaru. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I
1: mean, it made 50 Cent famous. I mean, Eminem been beefing with people ever since he walked into the industry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And it's made him sell millions. He's he's probably like going diamond or something with the Marshall Mathers LP. But at least he was doing it with his own family and wife. You know what I'm saying? Right,
2: right, and mom.
1: Yeah, I mean he has beef with the same, the same clown posse and Mariah Carey <laughs> and whoever else.
0: Yeah, he beefs <laughs> with so many I, people, man. But it's all in according to how you handle it though too, uh, as far as in with, with beef and stuff like that. So, I mean, I give you a prime example. There's I won't I won't say the name or anything like that. But there's a particular rapper this past Friday um, that's from my hometown that you know that made a made a Facebook live video and said that you know I feel like you know with everything I'm doing right now I feel like I'm the best rapper coming out of coming out of Greenville. So I saw some responses to it. People, you know, being rubbed the wrong way by it, and all this type of stuff. And you know, some cat made a response to it. He, he's just being all ignorant when he responded to it. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like that's the type of thing. Like that's how that's how not to respond to a, somebody saying that they're the best. That they the best rapper out there. What you mean? Hip hop. Hip hop is all about competition. If you can't if you can't deal with that, then maybe that's not the this that's not the thing for you that you should be doing because you can't handle, you know, dealing with dealing with beef or somebody saying they're the best. How you should answer that is more on the lines of like, Okay, let me put out let me put some bars down and so then show you how I'm better than you instead of, you know, trying to you know, trying to perpetuate a, a physical altercation when you see the when you see the dude or whatever. So it's all it's all according to how you how you handle things because when it comes down to it, if you don't want to be, if you want to get signed to a label, if that's your end goal for what you want to do, you don't want to be seen as a troublemaker because ain't no label going to sign no troublemaker. They don't want to sign somebody that's all about trouble. True. Okay, so yeah, uh, another thing, when it
1: comes to that, coming from Greenville, growing up in Greenville, doing music in Greenville, um, I've been in beats before, put them on tracks, stuff like that. Um, only thing that is, is small town, small mind mentality. Yeah, basically, though. Yeah,
0: that's basically what they Small
1: town, small mind
0: mentality. Yeah. Now, what it did do was that it did light a fire on a lot of the aspiring, you know, upcoming, you know, indie artists that that are there that like, you know, that that lit a fire. And shoot, I even responded to the particular artist that said, I told him, I said, hey, thanks for the gasoline. Maybe they're, maybe there's a lot of fire on them. Because, you know, some people, you know, people get stagnant sometimes. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes beef is good in a lot of cases when somebody has to step out and say, okay, I feel I'm the best. Or, you know, just like, you know, many other rappers have done where they kind of like, in a sense, they kind of like baited the industry to, to everybody to... To light of fire on everybody to you know you
1: know step the game up.
0: So
1: I know for cause for a fact, man, uh, I know a sixteen year old rapper from Atlanta that, that lit a, a fire under at the time the number one rapper in the in the United States. Pastor Troy got famous because he started off his first single and Master P when P was hot. I was talking about. Real hot. He kicked it out. Uh, you know, they said No Limit Studio. And he was like, yeah, I want to speak to P. P ain't here. But tell them Pastor Troy and them down South Georgia boy said, you know what I'm saying? Damn. I mean, they get. I mean and they came out with re ready. We ready to start playing. So, you know what I'm saying? That blew Pastor Troy up.
2: They love him too.
1: He never did respond,
0: though. You know what I'm
2: saying? Damn, he sure didn't. Yeah, he never never responded to that. It's a little little, little myth behind him. He's originally from Augusta, Georgia. Mind you, that's the same city I was on the radio in. And uh, that's how I found out he was from Augusta, Georgia. But he had gotten into some trouble down there. And that's why he came to Atlanta. And that's why he can't. Allegedly, he can't come back to Augusta. The nigga was on like he was on like um divorce court or some shit like that or or not divorce court, one of the, one of the little court shows, Pastor Troy was on there and then he was like I guess the promoter tried to book him and he was like he said on the on the show he was like the city they tried to book me in was Augusta, Georgia. I don't really rock that city like that. But he from Augusta. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy, man. It's like and then like when Augusta found out about it, people was like sharing it all on, on, on social media. I
1: was like, look at this nigga here. <laughs> yeah, you. man. Troy, um... But Troy was just in this... Like, none of us knew who 50 Cent was before he came out with Wangster. True. No. Yep. Well, I'm gonna tell you what blew 50 Cent up. There's some of them blows 50 Cent up. That girl in that video walking in that had g unit on her butt blew 50 Cent up. <laughs> But, yeah, man, back to presence, man. But anyway, yeah, yeah, your presence, man. First impression is everything, especially in the business world, man. Whether you know it or not, the hip hop industry is a business, first and foremost.
0: Uh That's true. All right. That's why you had to cut
1: through all these legal processes to even get a song on the radio and everything. It's all about business, handling your paperwork, handling business in person and showing that you got the sense, not only the business sense, but the common sense for somebody to deal with you.
0: Right. True that. True that. Yeah. All right, we're going to get into uh, your environment. Um, this kind of goes, should have probably accompanied that with image, but your environment, man, we can touch on this real quick. Um, as far as in relation to just, you know, as an artist, especially in hip hop, more than anything, I know a lot of rappers have always felt victim to, to their environment, whether it be catching a case or, shoot, even getting killed for not, you know, after having certain success, they don't want to leave their hooded. So, I mean, in, in some circumstances, it's, it's pertinent, man, at a certain point, once you reach to a certain level, you know, you gotta, unfortunately, you, you gotta move. Because you, know, you to move. Uh-huh. too many. Where you at? People are gonna be jealous and all this other stuff because they they they're gonna presume that oh he thinks he's better or she thinks she's better than everybody. So you are gonna become a target for the most part, you know, because you're because you're doing something better. I mean, it should be where you know everybody wants to uplift one another, but you know, of course, we know that's not the case. It's just human nature a lot of the times. So
2: that is very true, man. Dang.
1: Another thing is everybody, if you blow up with your... If you blow up, everybody around you gonna expect you to do something for them. True. They gonna could be coming to you. Yo, dog. you know what I'm saying? Help your boy out. You know what I'm saying? get Throw, throw your boy... You can afford it, bro. Not knowing that the music industry don't pay nothing. <laughs> you know, they not getting... Like, if you just... You you just got famous your video on MTV... Or whatever, play music nowadays, day. That don't mean you got no money. Those whips and those videos are rented. That 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 jewelry, you probably got one or two chains. <laughs> and then after you pay,
2: the jewelry rented too,
1: huh? Sometimes
2: the jewelry rented too.
1: Yeah, and then after you like when those record companies pay for all that stuff. Guess who got to pay for it back? Oh, you got to pay that back. Yep,
2: the artist is always the last. You got to pay.
1: Yep, you got to pay the producer. You got to pay for the video. You got to pay for um, promotion. You got to pay for all of that. Artists don't make money until they go do shows.
0: That's true. That is that's true. <laughs> but all right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break real quick because, you know, been doing this for quite a minute. So we're going to take a break real quick. Let us breathe a little bit and we'll come right back.
2: Yo, 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 it's your boy MC B Moss, also known as DJ B Moss, man, and I'm now rocking with the Hip Hop Rejects. Let's go! Yo!
4: Yeah. It's your boy Static on this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Gotta go and get this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Let motherfuckers know, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure motherfuckers hear what I'm saying. Like, when motherfuckers be talking shit, and they be for all that okay, hockey door shit, I ain't for that shit. I tell I you a, motherfuckers what I got though. I got a. Yo, got a urgent need for money, so I'm choosing my hustles. Then which try to get a nigga money bags and duffels? From the state where every motherfucking town gon' scuffle, get down for the bread. They say riches bring trouble. A lot of broke niggas here, living day to day. This ain't New York, but for that paper, nigga, no way. I'm spitting rhymes, committing crimes, slanging dimes. Like, hey, nigga, spaghetti major or petty? It's round my way, round rough my whole life. One fell a silver spoon But silver gun just mean doom if you at the end of the boom Train for the headshot That's why now nah, I consume The process of a rifle And pop you while you inside your room From down the block I ain't joking Leave it capping for you Now the major Apply them pills nigga clapping at you I spill my life on the track And living rapping for you Breathing verses I'm the worst Is that being nice to you But when the shysters come around What all the nice to do Give me every I'm telling many double twice. this from you I take your last of your stash of your Christmas cash. This niggas bad, but you can bet ain't Obama in his bag. From the land where shit stand thicker than saying it 'll sink you if you let it and you ain't quick, man. Niggas kill me when they say that they click the shit, man. When all alone, you add them up and they ain't worth shit, man. I squad mercenaries, killers, mercs, and hits, man. Take a nigga out, even if they got hit, man. And we don't beat around the bush like out and talk shit, man. Cause where we from, this shit like that her get your hit, man Quicker than you link with your eye I creep with that eye, well, That leave you pussies leaking inside where he decide decided Don't you try to reach for your side Just reach for the sky My trigger finger itching to slide And sliding. you reaching to die, you hear me? Yo, yeah, y'all motherfuckers think it's a game Y'all niggas think, you know what I'm saying? I'm old... Oh, laid back, calm, cool Y'all motherfuckers don't know me, bitch I'm on in. my name's Static I be shocking motherfuckers Y'all got problems, y'all better realize it. Like that feeling you get when you vomit Keep on fucking around and you coming You can't keep ducking around, stay keep coming But your girl keep dumping it down when I'm coming You can't stand by the door when I coming You will lay on the floor from my gunning If you attempt to sing a note, then you done it. I'm big and poppin' poxies, you till you running Niggas think that we fell off, I'm like cow. Four years strong, you think we gon' quit now? Every album, my biller gon' switch styles. rep them so bad that when you hear the verse, you say ow. Wow. On a on up on, on tracks, it's like pow. Bang, boom, shake the room, this get loud. Punk, wild, get whomever, or uh, get down. Cause we bust on microphones like unloading up his style No lies, I drink in, no crystal. Got a bottom chick, I kick your bitch out Fake hoes, don't tempt me Cause I peep game and I got figs So I ain't broke, I keep change Every verse I spit, it's examples so of most strange Every verse I spit, it's examples so of most rain. Rain. Other niggas, pro examples of so being lame rain. But them reapers still allergic to haters So who change? Not us, huh? Hungry eyes, we still got it Licks for the cheese, nigga, we still plot it Sweet niggas like cavities, still riding in the armor that you had told us I ain't forgotten So come on if you plan on taking something from me Cause even ass whoopings cost you nigga ain't shit free I squat you with that tone, I let you feel my even For these niggas who still be doubting me Motherfucker, Motherfucker. you hear me now? Yo, y'all hear that shit I said? Motherfucker, I meant that shit yeah, my fucking word, for all y'all niggas who getting it twisted. Bitch, you need come see me if you got something to say. And that's on the G, motherfucker.
0: All right, and we're back. Um, For those who are just tuning in, this is our music business workshop on the Hip Hop Rejects. This will be a two-part episode that will be giving you all types of knowledge and different stories about, you know, how to conduct yourself as an independent artist, you know, how to do things the proper and the right way. Um, So we're going to jump back into things. All right. So our next topic on on deck is producing music for yourself versus hiring someone. I know a mm. lot of times in the rap game, you know, there's a lot of, you know, big crits, David Banners, and what I mean by that is a lot of people who are rappers, but, you know, they can't get nobody to give them beats or get beats from, or they won't, you know, really mess with them or work with them, and they end up having to produce their own, produce their own tracks for them to raffle. So, um... Young, kick that off. Uh, all right. So, me also,
1: back in the day, I think I was using maybe Fruity Loops 5. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I think they like hit 10 or something now. Like, I looked at a new Fruity Loops and didn't know what to do. So, my producing days are over. <laughs> 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 but, uh, uh like, I started off using um, the first fruity loops. So, I went up all the way through five. So, like, it was to a point where everybody in my crew knew how to produce and rap. And, you know, so because we, we was like, we didn't want to come out of our pockets and pay nobody to produce for us. So, you know, us being band heads and knowing how to read music and know how to work melodies and stuff like that. We were able. Only thing we had to do was learn how to use Fruit Loops, so it went from there. And you know, just the more we played with it, the more we got plugins. You know, we were able to, um, you know, make our own music. And you know, like it's it's this one record that I'm gonna give the most that um, I redid Lil Wayne's um, one of Lil Wayne's beats, and my homeboy rapped over it because he was just feeling it. Like we was in the car and he was like, and he was just, I seen him nodding his head. And you know, you you can see, if you a rapper and you see somebody just nodding their head and you see that, and I seen him spitting in his head while we was listening to the song. And he just said, bro, can you make that beat? I was like, I'll try. And I did the best I could. And when he heard it, one take y'all. One take. He got on the he got on the mic and spit the whole song in one take. Yeah, wait. Came back and did the ad libs. Like he didn't mess up not one time. And so, you know, like when you don't have to when you got people in your crew that's gonna produce for you they ain't asking for no money or nothing. They know you, and you know, you know everybody know they self. So, you know, if you got a song that you want to do, you know exactly by thinking what the beat going to be. Now, if you go to somebody outside your crew that don't know you, you got to go through a list of beats. You got to listen, and then you're going to end up paying, well, in the industry, you're going to end up paying thousands of dollars, maybe even a hundred thousand of dollars. On the streets, you might have to drop 150 200 something like that for a beat. Everybody ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're working on a whole album or EP, that could be 9 to $1,500 for beats. True that. And then, if you make start making money on it and you ain't cutting the producer in or something, he can make you take it down. Because that's his beat. The beat is nowadays the beat is what sells the song.
0: That These
1: kids are not really listening to words.
2: Now on the contrary, um <laughs> I can I can say that everybody beats of course don't sound the same. Sometimes you gotta have a different type of producer on a on on save your rapper. If you fucking with one producer, you're gonna have that, that same like think about, it, like Metro Boomin has pretty much almost the same consistent, you know, style. But when you get somebody like Pharrell produce the song, it's it's completely different. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like a it's not like a Metro Booming style. So sometimes when you get a different producer, if you're a rapper, an established rapper or a rapper with a budget, you get that sound that you're looking for or that sound that you might need to help be on your project or push your single.
1: Yeah, that's 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 corrected because you know um, I remember back in the day, like the producer field was so thick. You had the Justice League, you had the affiliates, Cool and Dre, the Runners, the Runners,
2: and the Runners
1: too. <laughs> um, Doctor Dre, Timberland,
0: Pharrell, yeah, oh, Kane Beats, yeah, uh... yeah, Kane, Nitty. Missy,
1: Missy Elliott, Nitty. Um. Yeah. He's you no know, producers. Was,
2: the Neptunes. Was, the Neptunes. Yep, Neptune's.
1: the Neptune. Um. Uh, Manny Fresh.
2: Dang, those are all classics too, man. Everybody, yeah. y'all, we named classic people.
1: I mean, the. I mean the. I can't even tell y'all who the producer was for Outcast, like. I don't even know who their producer was. It was pretty
0: much named Dungeon Family. So it was whoever they had on staff at the Dungeon Family that was doing a lot of the records for So who, I think, yeah. Who is your number one
2: producer? Who you think the number one producer
0: is right now? Right now? Yeah.
1: It's between, to me, it's between Mitchell or DJ
0: Mustard.
1: I, I, I think Mike Will. Nah. I say mustard. I know it's between DJ. <laughs> I knew it was between Metro or uh, Mustard. It was between one of the two right yeah, now. Like, uh, Metro does
2: good, though. I mean, it, it, like, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, Future made Metro really, you know, pop pop. My bad. Future, I mean, Metro was really doing tracks with Gucci and everything back in the day, but Future really made Metro,
1: like, you know. Pop. I'm te- Now, as far as, like, I'm going to tell y'all something. And I think for the last four shows, I've been bringing this guy up. But J. Cole, y'all, J. Cole, <laughs> yeah. like, for real. No, no, man. 20, <laughs> 2014, Forest Hill Drive, he produced that whole album by himself. No, feature. you know how much, no features. You know how much money he made on that? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. got a lot of cut out the middle, you man. You know what I'm saying? You could recoup a lot.
1: And then Pharrell is to the point now where he doing, uh, what's it called, when you do the um, music for movies? Oh, you're doing, yeah. doing soundtracks? Yeah, he doing soundtracks, and I'm talking about he producing, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell y'all how good of a producer Pharrell is. Pharrell did a song with Stevie Wonder. Uh, not Stevie Wonder. He did a song with, um, oh, my God. How can I forget this man's name? Oh, my God. Motown. Y'all help me out now. Um, okay, no, Motown um, won the uh, Smokey Robinson. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I said Lionel Rich. <laughs> Smoke, Sorry, he, did Smokey Rob- yeah. <laughs> he did a song with
2: Smokey
1: Robinson. Yeah. He did a song Smokey Robinson. How come it didn't make the soundtrack to the movie? Wow. Wow. You know, Prince was a hell of a producer. Well, Prince was a composer because they did, back in the day, well, even producer, composer, pretty much the same thing. Because when you have to do it with live instruments, Smokey Robinson is a good produ- producer. True. And a lot of, like composers and musicians... You got people like Earth, Wind, and Fire. People like that that had to do it with live instruments.
0: Yeah. That's why, I was like, man. another artist. And now that you speak of live instruments, tell you who's another real dope producer. And he's kind of like scale What's up? I J Three Thousand. He can play instruments. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: another yeah. Another one that hey, he does, does a lot of work. That does a lot of work. For, they used to do a lot of work for Diddy. Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie, that, yes, Ryan, that yes, dude is so talented, man. Him. I watched a YouTube video of this guy. Ordered an instrument through through an actual bike messenger in New York, waited for it, got the instrument, played it on the other side, hit record, jumped in the booth and recorded I'm like, this dude was, nobody else was in the studio but him.
1: So. Um, another um, who else was a co-producer, um, uh what's his name? He produced for Bone Thugs and Harmony. Ah. Uh, okay, I said Dre. Uh dang, I forgot. I forgot the producer for Ruthless Records, though. He produced all pretty much all five albums that Bone did. Lil John, we forgot about Lil Jon. How could we forget about Lil Jon? Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. And not forget about Lil Jon. Oh. Uh, Oh, um, uh, Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke, Teddy Riley. We forgot about Teddy Riley. Yeah. All these great producers. So, you know, at one time, the production field was, like, saturated, but we had so much good music at the time, and it was just so different. Like, nowadays, pretty much a lot of stuff sound the same. Everybody sound
0: the same now. Yep. As far as, like, uh, okay, so, like, as far as with hiring producers, as far as for those who are not as talented, as talented or inclined to, you know, to take that step and actually, you know, buy equipment and software to make their own beats. Um, some things you want to look for as far as with hiring someone, man, you know, you got to make sure the quality is right, that they know how to, you know, that they know how to mix and master and things like that. Um, what's some other? Anybody else got anything as far as with, you know, now, you know when you
1: talk
0: about uh, mixing
1: master. When you talk about mixing and mastering, that's when the engineer comes into play. See, yeah. a lot of places have a producer and an engineer. Right, right. You got some people who can produce and engineer at the same time. Got some. But, people that
2: can produce, but they can engineer.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, some people got an ear to for sound that can, you know, make the sound um just right there and get the quality. So, you know, it's it's. Like you got those most of these talented people who can do all three, and then you got those people. Well, we need a producer and we need an engineer. So you know, it it just depends on who you're working with and what your pocketbook look like.
0: Very true. Very true. <laughs> all right, uh, we got contracts, 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 contracts. Very, very, <laughs> very, very important thing to have, um, especially. Being an independent artist, I mean, the stories we've we've told just leading up to this particular particular subject. Um, yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta. As far as like when you're making records with people, when you're doing business with producers and stuff like that, you gotta do contracts because at the end of the day, you know, you're trying to make that coin, trying to make that dollar. That's gonna make sure you know nobody, you know, nobody does anything slimy to you, you know, on the back end. So. So in, other, so
1: in other words, what he's saying is get you a lawyer that specializes in entertainment business, entertainment law, be, entertainment business law. They gonna know the how to read the wording and get you a good lawyer. Because if you go in there with somebody just getting out of law school that's probably not charging you hardly nothing. Yeah, doing no work pro bono. It, yeah, the word pro bono, you're probably gonna get screwed in the long run. You need somebody that know how to read legal jargon and someone that's gonna fight for you. Somebody, and they also have to be good. And you also need an accountant because somebody needs to be able to work those numbers. Ooh, they yeah.
0: please yeah. Budgeting and all that stuff. Yes, man.
1: Yeah. I've seen contracts before. We had somebody on the show, named, we had my homeboy on the show named Block. Somebody was trying to search trying to sign Block. They was offering him sixty thousand, but then I looked at the, I looked at the contract, and Block was getting ready to sign it. I looked at the contract, and I'm going down on reading it. I said, "Bro, don't sign this." He was like, "Why not, man? I got six kids, bro. Sixty thousand put me over the top, bro. You're not gonna get sixty thousand. You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> Like, at the end, by the time I finished looking at the numbers and, and, and seeing what, all oh, he going to end up paying for and how much the guy that was trying to sign him was going to get, my boy probably was going to end up with probably 9500 yeah. They put that big number at the top to, to bring you in. But when you finish paying for everything, like, bro was having to go ahead to pay for equipment. He was gonna have to pay for his videos, studio time. The dude that was trying to sign him was getting off the top, was getting right at 45%. And all the other, and he wasn't paying for anything. Everything on the back end, Block would have had, been, had to pay for. And he was gonna probably end up, and when somebody else getting 90, 45%. Of sixty thousand. That's not, a, and then you know, that's not even a, that's not even an advance. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's fucked up. Yeah,
1: it is. yeah. He can forty five. That's why I say you got to read these contracts, bro. I'm not a lawyer, but I I know numbers for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: <laughs> that's why it's that's why like you know contracts are always something that you want to, you know, even if you got to you know, kind of like wise the Pacific, you can't, you know, if you can't get a lawyer, you know, there are books out there that you can read and things like that to know how to, you know, what things to look out for on contracts and stuff like that. Um, the other thing is, um, and it's not always a thing where like in block situation, for example, you know, was that like a manager deal uh, young, or was it like signing with a label?
1: Uh that was more of a management deal. Um dude was trying to shop him around. Mm-hmm. so and see, I mean, So
0: th- and see that's the thing, man. It's like, okay, yeah, you could do a contract. I mean, or you can I mean if you feel the dude is hot, I mean, the only thing a lot of time I mean, a lot of times now is really a lot of people that are in management. You know, most most of the time you present an artist to let's say A and R, which A and is a very far in between nowadays, especially with major labels, but um I mean, a lot of people charge like a founder's fee or something like that. I don't think you had to sign it to yeah. you know sign to all yeah. of that to you know to get to do the deal yeah, and
1: then you know what I'm saying you like a lot of people just be like, yo, I want to get signed to a label. sometimes you can be independent and just get do like master P did and just get a distribution deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have to be signed to that label. You can get that label just to uh, distribute your workout.
0: That's what Gucci did. It's Oh, shoot. Another great, man, a fantastic example of an independent artist is Tech Nine. Tech Nine They're is probably a, the best independent
2: artist.
0: Yes. And, man, he's, he's up there, he's in the top 10 in Forbes as an independent artist. So he is the perfect example of if you are an aspiring artist, look at Tech Nine and, and see how he how he moves and things he does, and just just look at him, man. And just he's a he's definitely a, a perfect example. And a lot of the times as an artist, um, a lot of things that people don't know you make you make a lot of your money off shows, not out of out of artists. Out of, out of that's where all your that's what you make it off shows and merchandise for the most part.
1: Well, all I can like say is, you know what I'm saying. Going into this, getting into this industry, don't let yourself get screwed because it's cats out there rubbing their hands when they see fresh. It's like they, in, like yeah, I ever seen that episode of the Boondocks, um, where where Tom was having a dream he was in prison and he <laughs> dropped the soap. <laughs> Yeah, that dude, the big black dude with the, the dingus that was scraping the flow, ready for him to bend over. That's mm-hmm. what they're trying to do in the music industry. No Vaseline at all. They don't care, man. They just
2: care about them. <laughs> yep. 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 Care about yeah, get, everybody- that,
0: get that dollar. <laughs> Alright, this is going to be our last topic for part one. Uh, we got uh, as far as the biggest thing of them all is criticism. Criticism of your music and how to deal with it and take it, Moss. I'm gonna let you start this off.
2: Okay, your your phone was kind of it was kind of breaking up, but I heard you say criticism.
1: Okay. Yeah, he was optimist. He Optimus Prime right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so um, criticism, like basically, that's gonna happen in any anything that you do. Like, like even if you're a damn poet, you know, people are gonna. Dude, people are going to talk bad of you, but you have to take everything. You to you 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 better your career. I take criticism every day as a DJ. I know I'm not the best DJ. And I would never say I'm the best DJ. But if somebody say, "Man, I don't like the way how you mix that song. Or I don't like the way you did this. Or I don't like the way you did this at the showcase." I'm like, "Listen, okay, cool." You know, I could try to do something different next time. I always take everything and, and, and you okay, know, well, this person did not like this, this person did not like this, because you never know, like, who else might not like it on the on, the, on the negative side, on the, on the constructive side. I ain't going to say negative. On the constructive side. On the positive side, like, don't let criticism get to your head, because some people can be like, man, you good, you're great, you're great. Like, that's still criticism. That's positive criticism, but don't let it get to your head, because... You're not gonna be great to everybody. Everybody don't
1: like Beyonce. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. I think it's not that I don't like Beyonce, it's that I'm tired of saying Beyonce. What is what Carrie Hilton did? You in Houston, that's what she's from, ain't it? Yep. I'm talking about this was when I was in Mississippi, dog. I was tired of saying her name. What Carrie Hilton (laughs) did?
0: Uh, she made a baby and um. Oh, she know. had a baby. Yeah, uh, she had a baby. That's what she Widow. made. Uh, some cat. I don't even know who. I don't even know who he is. I, last
1: time I last my check, I think she was talking to old boy that Ibaka. used to play for
0: the Thunder.
2: Serge Ibaka.
0: Yeah, Serge Ibaka. Yeah. She but, you, over you, but you know, but you know, her, but you know what her mistake was though. About that. Now that you mentioned that you said you don't like Beyonce. She made a statement about Beyonce, and social media just ripped it apart. So
2: that song, that song she had, that turning me on, the remix. Yeah. She said, "You're turning me on. Oh, you're turning me off. Why don't you tell everybody how I'm writing this? How I'm writing your song?" I was like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> so, apparently, she used to be a ghostwriter for Beyonce.
1: Oh man, allegedly. But at the same time. Like, as far as females, hey y'all, uh, I, I gotta get off topic. I gotta take it on a tangent. Have y'all seen how thick a even got, bro? Yep, and ain't nobody
2: shot her club
1: up yet. Nope. nobody, not soul. Nobody to bust in with the AK forty seven. Got it. Probably tried, but you know. <laughs> like I follow her on Instagram and Snapchat. I, I'd be like, golly Nelly? Like, really Nelly?
0: <laughs> but, um,
1: well Yeah, Ms. Jackson ain't yeah,
0: no downgrade. I'm like, <laughs> what you talking about, man? I'm like, that's not but, you really losing either way, honestly. So.
1: <laughs> I mean she traveling around the world doing old songs, but like, yo the, the industry is right for you to come back as far as like female singers because to me J.A. Aiko she is not fine to me. She is just like she cute but yeah. she ain't fine.
2: What you think about her sister Mila J? Oh yes. Yeah Mila J yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah Mila get it. Yeah
0: and they blood sisters too. Mm-hmm. They've been man they've been around for a
2: minute. They've been around ain't since
0: it? immature days.
2: You know uh, um uh Janae Aiko's baby daddy is Omarion's brother.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's uh what's his name? Uh, Orion. Orion. Yeah. Yeah, they're going through a divorce now. He
1: no. he look-
2: That's her baby that's her ba- her baby daddy is Omarion's, bro- Omarion's brother brother, but the guy she's going through a divorce with is her producer. Oh. Right. Yeah. But I, I think now she's dating kid. Some I think she now she's dating Kid Cuddy's producer, I think. Or, oh no or, she- or I thought she, was, she was. I shy. thought she was. With, I thought yeah, she was. That she was my bad, my bad. That's the
1: guy she was married to. I'm talking to you. Yeah, he looking for spouses supporting everything. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: married to. That's petty. That's very petty.
1: Yeah, it really is. is. But She'll you know, man. husband
0: doing the
2: same thing.
1: Yo, marriage, yeah, marriage. Yeah, married going through the same thing. thing. Marriage just ain't got no luck with dudes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you know, every
0: time
1: she break up, though, she finna have a platinum album. Yeah, she finna come out with
0: a five CD. All right, man, we're going to get ready to wrap part one of the Music Business Workshop. I hope you guys learned a lot from us uh, on part one. Uh, I want to first make sure you guys are submitting your tracks to Indie Spotlight every single week. We'll be getting back into that once we get back into our regular episodes. Uh, we still have slots available for the unsigned volume one mixtape that we're getting ready to come out with uh, early this year. Uh, we also have producer spotlights, so any producers out there, uh, we're looking for tracks just to play over, you know, play over the show, you know, while we're while we're talking about different topics and things like that. So make sure you send send all that in to the hip hop rejects at gmail.com. Uh, you guys can also follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're also available on Pretty much find a show anywhere, man. iTunes, Google Play Music, Player FM, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Sprinker. Um, and this weekend, uh, when this particular episode drops, we'll be launching uh, the HipHopRejects.com. So you guys will be able to don't have to always go to SoundCloud anymore. You can just go straight to our website and be able to listen to all the shows or whenever we upload a new show each week. So... Um, So Young will be back on the episode on part two with us. So will be Moss. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have Keeper, uh, Keeper in with us. Um, And so we'll see you guys for part two. Part two.
2: See y'all next time. Mm -hmm.
3: Fucking with me, that I don't think you wanna try. That's the type of shit that leave you hooked up to an IV. Bill is right beside me, your healer never I see. That's the kind of shit that turn your beat to southern rivalry. Fucking with heavy, I don't think you wanna try. This right beside me, though, no, he never hide, see? That's the kind of shit that turn your feet to Southern rivalry. Check my pedigree, I'm a Mississippi Bree. I have to get that dirty money, call it Mississippi 3, Yeah. Sleeping on the siph, you must overdose off the lean. Cause it out to rabbit ass if you think we ain't getting deep. rabbit to your belief, I'm buy my bread like bunnet. to eat at my table, leave you leaking out your tummy, the tummy. Tell you up and now you are ripping, now you running. I'm gunning to hit you up before you make it till your mama. Bunnet niggas trip out when the K, yeah I flip out. Wanna walk out with my money? Hammers to knock your hip out. because 'cause I'm pissed off. Ain't no telling what they Kind of Fucking with my bread, I leave your head under the guillotine ROS is still a factor, even though they sell the same Cause you know the problems in the city that the jet up bring Yeah, the county get it in with paper, grind it, butter thing Street Reapers is still a state, so watch how we gon' repete Fucking with men that I don't think you wanna try, E That's the fight of shit that leave you hooked up to an IV Billions right beside me, your heat up never high, E That's the kind of shit that turns you we have it, you wanna try That's the type of shit that leave you hooked up to an IV Feelings right like beside me, No, he done never hide, see. That's the kind of shit that turn your beef to southern rivalry I'm the
1: epitome, a quiet storm to my enemies Just because I've got a jet, doesn't mean I'm friendly Planning a massacre, torture from Damascus, bro. Evil, D's all in my head, assassin to the I'm my hard off up, clock out and I'm
3: popping up Too reefed out for this world, yo'll tell you to touch the curl But it's too late for that, repercussions handle that Frantic all that dark shit, we gon' have to be you bad The way this over be,
1: bout to show another side of me Back from vacation with an L5 inside of me Beating bitches to a pump, for you niggas, that's no hope Heavy metals all in my coat, watching my night go don't have a savage nigga, the Congo full of gorillas You know we got it man, don't
3: make us pop it in Go ahead, hit a nigga, do a nigga, county style Congo, it's water, niggas in the wild Fucking with me, that I don't think you wanna try, that's the type of shit that leave you hooked up to a IV Bill right beside me, your no, heater never hides me That's the kind of shit that turn your people's southern rivalry Fuckin' with habit, I don't think you wanna He done hide, That's the kind of shit that turn your beef to southern rivalry.